All right, guys, thank you for that carrier update. It's time to welcome in Thomas Wasson, our writer and host of Loaded and Rolling for today's Community Spotlight. Thomas, we should change the name of your Loaded and Rolling to Loaded and Wrapped and Rolling for today's topic, right? Talking all about truck wraps, the benefits, and maybe some of the costs of not keeping up with your graphics. Wrapping, it's not just for Christmas, it's also for trucks. I have my sponsor on uh, Lowen and the 3M, the folks who make uh, adhesives and reflective stuff. And very fascinating conversation. It turns out that uh, there's a lot that goes into wrapping these vehicles. And there's quite a bit of science that goes in. The first thing they talked about was how, uh, you know, they figured out a way that you can apply these types of wraps, either permanent or semi-permanent, uh, via force. And you just put it on the side of the, the vehicle and then with enough force, the molecules and stuff literally lock in together uh, and secure it. So it, it was very technical, but super fascinating. I think this is really interesting because when we're talking about wrapping your trucks properly or not wrapping them properly, that'll do with the life of your truck and your trailer, right? If you get something and your logo starts to fade and you can't unwrap it or rewrap it or fix the wrapping job that you did initially, you just have to scrap your equipment and then invest in new equipment, right? Is that some of the things that we're seeing with some of these carriers? Well, some of the carriers will, uh, you'll see some like old food trucks with the remains of graphics on them. That's also, if you ever get your vehicle wrapped, I learned, they told me, uh, make sure it's either permanent or not permanent because some people order it and they didn't mean it to be permanent. And then you're stuck there with like a chisel trying to pick it off if it's not high quality. So that was the first fascinating thing. The second one is uh, for many companies, if you don't pick the right graphics, your vehicle may have an old logo ending up on a food truck or a local delivery vehicle that's like 20 years past its prime. So a fascinating thing they talked about was how UPS, and this is what I had heard, uh, the reason you don't see many former UPS vehicles in their wrapping is that not only their graphics of better quality, but they'll actually destroy the vehicles or scrap them uh, to make sure you don't see any used UPS-style vehicles on the road to protect their brand and their image. And Thomas, can you talk to the, some of the safety aspects around wrapping? Because that also plays a role, right? Yes. Just like my favorite 3M product, which was the uh, reflective belt when I would run so I wouldn't get hit by anything. You can also make your wraps reflective, which is cool because uh, apparently a lot of times vehicles uh, that aren't reflective, they just get run into. The, the One of the biggest problems for tractor trailers and 18-wheelers is getting rear-ended. Uh, you would think that being so large, it would be quite a possible thing to do, but it does happen. So uh, if you're looking at your lettering and your designs, and you want to make sure not only your fleet stands out aesthetically, uh, but from a safety standpoint, they do make these really cool materials that are reflective. And like, say you're predominantly driving at night. What if you're doing overnight runs versus driving during the day? So having that to where you're making a decision, like what does my branding look like? What kind of graphics do I want to show on my fleet? And do I need it to be reflective? Could actually save you claims and money later just because it's the equivalent of instead of running with a reflective belt, you're driving with a very large belt of reflective, uh, you know, wraps. Uh, so we're going to move on into our second topic of the day, talking about the TA deal. But before we go there, I want to make one more comment. I think my favorite wrap that I ever see or my favorite branding on trailers is definitely the Amazon Prime branding. You know, the there's more to Prime, a truckload more. I love that. I think it's clever. I think it works with Amazon Freight and just kudos to Amazon for that one. <laughs> You got to give them props. Uh, 
But how they decide to do their branding and stuff, what started as a humble bookseller uh, has turned into this amazing behemoth. And uh, we always want to wonder when people wonder why the Amazon effect, we talk with shippers and they say, what, or we talk with folks like Smart Cargo and they're finding ways to put it under jets. You can thank Amazon for that. One of their biggest challenges is uh, they've told customers, I can get you two-day shipping. It's not free. You're going to pay for Prime, which offsets some of this cost. But uh, having that expectation is so clever by Amazon because regular retail pure play channels and stuff they can't really compete they're not you know uh, logistics they don't have an aws web server farm that just prints money so they can offset their businesses they're they're just strictly sellers and so keep an eye out for that real fun stuff whenever we look at the amazon so, Thomas, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the breaking news that we mentioned earlier. Travel Centers of America being sold to BP for a pretty penny when you're talking about $86 per share. That's a lot of cash. Let's talk a little bit about this from a, a fleet perspective, from an enterprise fleet perspective. We now have our three major travel centers being owned by private companies. It's super interesting. I think in the press release here, let me get this pulled up, 280 travel center locations. And if you think of the TA, think of TAs and Petros because TA actually bought Petro. And what's hilarious is you'll find out that they're often right next to each other. Once competitors, now friends. There's literally a TA and a Petro side by side of the same size in Ontario, California. I know my truck stops. I used to have to book them. But fascinating stuff. I literally wake up in the morning, it's going to talk about other stuff. And I find out that you know, TA Petro is getting bought by BP. Very clever play. Uh, you know, there's there could be lucrative in truck stops once you figure out you can sell parking. The TA Petro platform is actually one of the better ones to book your truck stops. So they figure that out. Uh, Loves doesn't even do it. You just show up at Loves and you find other drivers for the free spots. So fun times with that. But, uh, you know, in the press release, they also had mentioned about how uh, it, it gets four of the five growth areas for BP, which is like sustainability, like your electric vehicle space, charging, alternative fuels. It's a very clever play going up and down the channels because, you know, you think of BP, British Petroleum, uh, like the wells, you think of the oil distributions or the regular gas stations for BP. But buying the travel centers uh, also opens up other growth patterns in case that less trucks become electrified. Now you're going to have maybe a BP charger. Uh, so it's really, really forward-thinking, clever play. 86 bucks a share is not bad. I think the actual share price was like 43 to 46. So whoever's hanging on to that thing is going to make a pretty good turnaround. Yeah, Thomas, and the press release, it said that our, in one of the articles that John Kingston just put out says that there was more than 84% rise from the original price before um, this offering here. Uh, when we're looking at this, do we kind of see BP in a sense almost not really bailing out, but really kind of being able to, I would say, uh, capitalize on TA's position, really kind of looking to make a turnaround here? Uh, I think not really turnaround so much as expansion. Uh, if you're you're VP and stuff, you're getting hit by ESG initiatives, you're getting hit by all these other investors, which has had detrimental effects to our own uh, energy security. But uh, it's, it's kind of a regular growth pattern in terms of I'm seeing this stuff up ahead. I don't know what's going to win yet. You know, we always talk about battery electric or hydrogen or natural gas compared to regular diesel fuel. But if you ever want to just shore yourself up, I mean, if I'm paying that much of a premium, I'm buying this thing for 86 bucks a share, like $1.3 billion in trans, billions of dollars in the transaction itself. Uh, this very long, long thinking, forward thinking comment. And, and they do, having that also is going to create uh, great revenue opportunities for BP. I'm not as much of an equities analyst, but for my truck stop experiences, generally those locations are the much nicer 
uh, in terms of how they're ran and their operations. You know, if you end up at a TA or a Petro booking truck stops or drivers, uh, you're in pretty good shape compared to uh, the pilot website, which randomly crashes sometimes. I hope they finally figured that part out because it literally, I had a guy, I went through a whole period where I had to book exclusively TA Petros as a driver manager because every time I tried it on the pilot website, it crashed. So you had to call them up and they said, yeah, I understand. So I digress, <laughs> but that just gives you an idea of probably why some of the premium is because their operations are, are pretty good. The locations are clean. They have their own facilities in terms of food and dining. They're kind of a one-stop shop on the road. So if you're looking to expand somewhere, why not have a place that kind of tries to do, do it all, including maintenance bays and shops? I'll say I do, I do very much enjoy a uh, TA truck stop when I am out on the roads. Thomas, thank you for joining us for this segment. Of course, you've got Loaded and Rolling the newsletter and the show. Give us a little detail on each. Well, I guess I'm going to be talking about this TA deal, especially. <laughs> it's going to be the, the first one. And then we just have some data here, uh, cast uh, payment data uh, stuff, and then uh, a few other things. Check it out. Come out at 2 p.m. It's once a week, so we're not going to be blowing up your inboxes. And if you want to look at the interview about wrapping and lowing, uh, that aired Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. But we have it on tv.freightwaves.com. Check it out. If you want to learn about wrapping, it's a pretty wild ride. Definitely recommend it. Uh, I never knew I'd learn so much about wrapping, but it. It's not just for Christmas presents. Let's just say that. <laughs> awesome, Thomas. Thanks so much for joining us this morning, and we'll be sure to tune into that. Thank you. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break. We'll be back with our next check of weather and a, another social roundabout in just a few minutes.